0: zero His weight's going down. Yeah, I do. I think that seven and a two is getting closer to the middle of his body
1: now. They hand it off, fake the hand off to McCaskill,
0: back to passes two Throws on the crossing pattern, it's caught at the ten, the five, touchdown! Yeah. Houston, Jake Herslow caught it at the five, turned up field and he's in the end zone and the Cougars take the lead with three minutes and 27 seconds to play in the ball game. Smith looked left first, got plenty of time and oh now right. he's got to step out of it. Rolls to his left, throws to the back of the end zone.
2: Sparkman up high for it, touchdown Red Raiders!
1: It's and Ford again in motion. Again, it's a handoff. Thomas lowers his shoulder. He is in. Touchdown, Minnesota Golden Gophers. And what I told the players is they are the program. Players throughout these decades, they are OU football.
2: Power 3, T-Row in the morning show. We got us an Alamo Bowl tonight in San Antonio. I think it's going to be a good game. Oklahoma and Oregon. Sun is rising. I can see the dome from here, right out my window. TJ, I got the Space Needle, I got the dome in the distance. A little bit of a foggy morning here in San Antonio. Eight twenty tonight. Kickoff. Sooners and Ducks. Um. All right, three predictions, TJ. We were trying to get to this for a while. Uh, my would three you get to three predictions already? Geez. Yeah. No. Uh, OU Oregon tonight. Wrapping up another amazing year of three predictions. I'm 55-5 and on the year on uh, predictions unofficially. So let's see if we can do it again tonight, TJ. Here we go. Three predictions for OU Oregon, Alamo Bowl. Prediction number one. TJ, just a reminder, it's been a while since we've done this. I'll give the prediction. I'll repeat the prediction, just in case people didn't fully grasp it the first time. And then at that point, I'll pause, and if you'd like to comment on the prediction, that would be the appropriate time. Okay. All right. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Prediction number one, remember the Mario. <laughs> Luigi. Remember the Mario. Remember the Mario. Yes.
3: I remember him. Think, yeah, You're saying we'll, uh, we'll remember him
2: more tonight, after tonight, huh? Prediction number two. Two-plus tricks from the Sooners tonight. Two, two or, more tricks. or more tricks. That could be an onside kick. That could be a fake field goal. That could be a trick play. There will be at least two tricks tonight from Bob Stoops, Kale Gundy, and the Sooners. Well, that'll be a treat. <laughs> good one. That was good. <laughs> I'll be here all week for my dad jokes. Three predictions. Here we go. Prediction number three, Key, I-N-T. Woo! Pick six. Now you didn't say pick six. You just said I-N-T. But I'm saying
3: pick six.
2: I-N-T. Key Lawrence has been uh, playing good ball down the stretch. I don't know where they're going to put him. He's played everywhere on the field. Maybe he'll be on the defensive line tonight, TJ. We got a bunch of guys missing on the D-line. But wherever they put Key Lawrence, I think he's going to make a play. Key, I-N-T. Prediction number four, This is number four of three. That's right. Anthony Brown, Oregon quarterback, will have more total yards than Caleb Williams. Oh, get out of here. You and your negativity today. Anthony Brown will have more total yards than Caleb Williams. What a boring name. That's not an outlandish prediction, and we can circle back to that if you'd like in a second. Uh, And prediction number five. Drake Stoops.
3: Oops. Oh, they, Giving us one got of the great to, moments they, of all they, time. They've got a In OU that. football yes. history. No, that's a given.
2: When Drake Stoops jogs over and hugs his dad after scoring a touchdown in a bowl game. No, oh, you're talking about tears. You're going to choke
3: Drake me up now talking Stoops about it.
2: Touchdown. There you go, TJ. Three predictions tonight. Remember the Mario. Two plus tricks. Key INT. Anthony Brown, more total yards than Caleb Williams. And Drake Stoops touchdown.
3: I'll see your Anthony D- Brown prediction and raise you. Caleb Williams has more yards by halftime than Brown ends up with in the game. All right.
2: All right. I'm going to write that down as a TJ prediction tonight. This is out of the norm, folks. TJ doesn't usually offer up predictions. Caleb more yards by halftime than a, than A, B has in the game? Yes. All right. All right, I got it down. We'll see. Maybe you'll be right. That's a
3: great prediction seeing how half of OU's defense
2: is out. so Anthony Brown, uh, for those who don't know, Oregon's quarterback, uh, has been uh, not exactly beloved by Oregon fans this year. He has had moments of greatness. He has had moments of terribleness. He does lead the Pac-12 in total offense. 3,320 total yards this year. He can run. Uh, He's got a higher completion percentage than Caleb does. He's got nine rushing touchdowns. And uh, with all the weapons... He's missing at wide receiver. My hunch is they're going to put a little more of the game on him, on his legs. Now, I think the same could be true of Caleb tonight, too. Uh, I'm very interested to see what Cale Gundy's game plan looks like and if it includes more Caleb Williams quarterback run game. Very much could. But, uh, yeah, I'm I'm just feeling it. I'm going with it. Doesn't mean uh, Oregon's going to win the game. I think OU's going to win the game. But I predict Anthony Brown ends up with more total yards. So there you go. Three predictions. There you have it. There you have it, folks. Three predictions. Um, let me see. What else did I want to tell you about Oregon here? Uh, we got two bowl games today, by the way. Iowa State and Clemson play before us. Four forty-five, the Cheez It Bowl today in Orlando. Okay, so. A little bit about the Ducks. Um, Some similarities to OU. Turnover margin plus 10, OU's plus 11. Both teams have 23 takeaways on the year. These are two really good defenses at turning you over. Uh, One guy for them, Varone McKinley, has six interceptions this year, led the nation, 11 career interceptions. He was a Thorpe Award finalist. Don't throw the ball at him. Uh, But two defenses that have been good at the takeaway. The Sooners specialize in forcing fumbles. They lead the nation in that category. Oklahoma has forced 21 fumbles this year. Oregon specializes in the interception. They are number four in the nation in picks. They've got 17 of those on the season. I mentioned the quarterbacks are similar. They both wear the same number. Anthony Brown, also number 13. They both are dual threat quarterbacks. Uh, They both have sputtered a bit down the stretch of the season. A lot of similarities. One's a senior, one's a freshman. That's the biggest difference. Anthony Brown is bigger and older than Caleb Williams. He's 6'3", and he's a senior. Uh, Boston College transfer but stylistically statistically very similar also the running backs the lead running backs in this game similar the years that Travis Dye and Kennedy Brooks have had mirror each other Kennedy Brooks 184 carries 1,111 yards Travis Dye 193 carries 1,118 yards they're seven yards apart. Die. the difference is, is a very good pass catcher as well out of the backfield. He's got more receptions than any other duck this year. They'll throw it to him a ton. Uh, Kennedy, not the case. If is going to throw the ball to a back, it's usually Eric Gray. But other than that, uh, Kennedy just uh, went over 3,000 career yards, Travis Dye is 42 yards away from 3,000 career yards. A lot of similarities there. I think Oregon's got the better offensive line this year. Uh, they've got a couple of first-team all pac 12 guys. They are massively depleted at wide receiver. Devin Williams, their best receiver, big play guy, opted out. Micah Pittman transferred to Florida State. And they've got top two all-time receivers in career catches that are both injured and out, Jalen Redd and Johnny Johnson. So every pass catcher, wide receiver, or tight end on the two deep is a freshman or sophomore and limited experience. In fact, nobody listed on the two deep for tonight has more than two touchdowns on the year, and that is only one guy. Everybody else has no more than one touchdown on the year. Wow. That's a problem for Oregon tonight is who they're going to throw the ball to when they need to put it in the air. Uh, defensively, they're without their best player, Kayvon Thibodeau, opted out. A couple of their defensive backs, Mike Wright DJ James uh, will not play in this game. Wright opted out. DJ James transferring. One of their defensive linemen, Jason Jones, transferring to Auburn. And maybe more. We don't know exactly COVID-wise Who's in, who's out tonight? There's been some alarming reports. There's also been some refutals. Is that a word? Refuting of those alarming reports. So we'll see tonight who they run out there with. They have a couple of two-way guys that are expected to play defense tonight. Uh, Jackson Powers Johnson is the backup center, and he is also a nose tackle. And tonight he is expected to line up on defense. And D.J. Johnson is a tight end slash defensive end. And he is expected to start on the defensive side of the ball tonight because of them being short. Noah Sewell. Remember Panay Sewell, T.J.? Big Mm -hmm. defensive tackle for uh, Oregon. Noah's his little brother. Freshman uh, linebacker. All-American. Outstanding player. Butkus semifinalist from American Samoa. Uh, He... Had 106 tackles this year. He'll be all over the place. He wears the number one. You can't miss him. And then I mentioned previously their safety, Verone McKinley, that is an interception machine. Uh, you got to worry about him on the back end. He wears the number 23. But they are depleted defensively, and they have been, I would say, just okay defensively this year. They are gettable. So I, that that's where you're – advantages this game in my opinion for OU Uh, they have more remaining offensive talent the Sooners do after all the opt outs and transfers even though OU lost Stogner and Hazelwood OU's got more remaining offensive talent and Oregon has been hit hard on defense by the opt outs the transfers and perhaps the COVID so I think there's your advantage tonight for the Sooners to be able to possess the ball and maybe have some uh, more luck than they've had recently on offense. But we'll see. I mean, he, the other thing is this. I mean, that OU offensive line has allowed an alarming 33 sacks this year. And Caleb has been sacked, uh, let's see, what is it now? 12 times in the last three games? Is that? No, 13 times in the last three games. So they got to keep the Oregon pass rush off of him tonight. He's got to get rid of the football, not take so many sacks, and uh, we'll see if they can do that. Uh, What else about uh, Oregon before we go to break? Third time they've been in the Alamo Bowl. They beat Texas here in 2013, lost to TCU in a classic game here in 2016 in triple overtime. This is interesting, TJ. I didn't know this. You know, Dan Lanning is their new head coach who – was supposedly or reportedly or rumored to be in uh, contention to be the OU head coach. He's the Georgia defensive coordinator. Oregon opens the season next year with Georgia. (laughs) That'll be fun. They're playing them in Atlanta. So Dan Lanning's first game with Oregon will be against Georgia. TJ's blown away by that fact. I can tell. So, all right, there you go. We'll take Sorry, a break. I
3: was uh, letting someone know our app. We've had some people text, and then this gentleman was asking uh, the Sports Talk fourteen hundred app. Sorry, I was I was answering his question
2: off the air. No problem. No problem. No problem. When we come back, TJ's gut for the Alamo Bowl. It's the T roll in the Morning Show live from San Antonio. Hey! Ha!
3: This is four-time national championship OU women's gymnastics coach K.J. Kindler, and you're listening to The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. Toby and T.J. back with you on The Ref. This hour brought to you by R.K. Black. Check them out for all of your office needs. They've got great products from Sharp and Rico. They've got on-site shredding. They've got video surveillance. They can help your office out in many, many ways with great customer service. 321-5900 in Norman, 943-9800 in OKC or rkblack.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. I'm not worried because on an early November afternoon, as the clouds of darkness, uncertainty and despair descend over Norman from the past, a hero arose and said, fear not, and follow me, a man named Stoops. There you go. Uh-oh. Toby must be down the street getting some enchiladas. Da-da-da-da-da.
2: <laughs> he was just trying to pull up the drop. Sorry, I was trying to get the soundboard going.
1: <laughs> Happy holidays to everyone.
2: Nah, I mean, that's, uh, you know... That's the great hope tonight. I mean, what a great moment in OU football history this could be tonight if they win this game. You know, I mean, yeah. college football history. We, we, we haven't seen anything like this. And, um, man, I just, I want it for him. I don't, it, as of right now, his last game is a win the bowl win. Auburn, glorious night. Final game, by the way, in the history of Brent Musburger, I believe, uh, college football. What about that? Um, I, I, I would love for that to continue after tonight, and especially if he could have a couple of fun moments like that. Like, man, if Drake would score a touchdown tonight, it would just be off the charts. So, yeah, we're, we're all rooting for this
3: for Bob. Uh, Toby texting into his own show, obviously, here. Does everyone forget this team uh, could have lost to Kansas? No disrespect to Bob. There's a lot of problems with this team, and I'm not sure how uh, how cut in this team is, despite what fans think because of the Bob effect. I'm not. Uh, let's see what the predictive test got here. There is a lot of problems with this team, and not sure how cut in this team is bought in maybe maybe bought in i don't know despite what fans
2: think because of the bob effect i mean it is it's a good point like we've spent all season complaining about everything that's wrong with this team now the same team minus several of their best players are going to take the field tonight and we're overwhelmingly confident they're going to win the game We're
3: living in a bizarro world, people.
2: We're living in a world of bizarros. I think they're going to win. Right now?
3: What is happening Don't right now? Don't hear me now? wrong.
2: I think Oklahoma's going to win, but I think they are going to win in the same manner they've won all year in a close game. That's all I'm saying. Check out Toby's new children's book coming out soon. We put the
3: horses down in the barn. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What... <laughs> What Oregon QB sucks, are we sure he is voice of Sooners? Duh! Huh? Boy, people... uh, Watch your text today, people. I don't
2: know. Try that again.
3: What Oregon QB... What Oregon QB sucks, are we sure he is voice of Sooners? Huh? Huh.
2: I don't know. Am I right? I don't know how to decipher that.
3: Toby, TJ, come on, Toby. The Sooners' last two games were mule shoot and grinched. So, Kale won't call a, g- call a great game, and Odom wants Bob to go out a big winner. Sooners roll like they did against Tech. Boomer!
2: That's from Curtis I hope you're B. Right. I hope you're right, Curtis. That'd be fantastic if they just roll them tonight. That'd be great.
3: Here's a uh, shot of uh, OSU fan base with Cheesehead's uh, face photoshopped into the crowd. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, The last one here. Hope Drake Stoops has his best game yet. Get two Stoops heroes tonight. That's like a Stoops hero sandwich.
2: You got Isaac Isaac, uh, who's on the coaching staff too. Right. Maybe he'll suit up. So I think we figure out something for Carol to do down there tonight. (laughs)
3: <laughs> She's mixing the drinks with rock and roll tequila
2: down on the sideline. <laughs> something. Maybe we should have her as a sideline reporter or something. Let's just get the whole family down on the sideline. That'd be great. I'm all for that. Yeah. All right. It's time for your gut, TJ. Last gut of the year. Your gut has been through a lot like uh, all of us over the last month. One month and one day ago. Um. And here we have arrived at December 29th. The Alamo Bowl is tonight. Bob Stoops at the helm. Oklahoma, Oregon. What's your gut
3: telling you? The gut's had a lot of trouble in the last couple of days because the gut was trying to counteract the effects of the concussion from the uh, huge (laughs) blow to the head that I took on Monday night.
2: I did see TJ's eye in person yesterday, it looks looks nasty, It looks worse
3: today because it's more purple and black today than it was yesterday. (laughs) Um, Yeah. but the gut does not understand who this guy is that he's doing the show with today. He's completely confused about the negative attitude of Toby Rowland. The gut has been extremely positive leading into this game. And yes, the gut believes in the Bob Stoops effect. The gut believes that this program was put into utter shock and heads were spinning. And a hero did emerge, and that hero's name is Bob Stoops. And there is no way, no way that the college football gods could bring Bob Stoops back in this situation, play the hero only to have him take a big dump on the middle of the field tonight. He will go out a winner. He will go out a big winner. His team is going winner. to be more motivated. They're going to be fired up, regardless of who's gone, who's left in the portal, who's left for the NFL draft, who may be out due to uh, protocols. His team will be fired up to play for them, much more so than the other side uh, with McClendon. So, huge when the Sooners roll tonight by a score of 52 to 26. <laughs> I, wow. I gave them too many points. Correct that. 52 to 24.
2: <laughs> That's a two-point correction. Uh, I had to correct you. that safety they don't get. <laughs> 52. Wow. Hey, that'd be great. 52-24 cakewalk tonight for the Sooners over the Ducks. Roll over good? the I Ducks. It. I hope you're right, and I think you do make some good points in there. I mean, it, it, we, we talk about the give-a-rip a lot in bowl games, and it, it does appear that maybe the give-a-rip advantage goes to Oklahoma tonight. This man from has the outside.
3: danced for the team. He's gave inspirational yeah. speeches. He's taken That's the right. captains around in a limo. That's I right. mean, come on.
2: He wore his uh, courtside thunder shirt for them. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Well, that would be fantastic. I hope you're right. Fifty-two twenty-four. If you weren't with us last hour, Steely's uncle official prediction: ninety-one to three tonight. <laughs> OU. TJ, just a little more I conservative with the prediction. Little. Not much. Fifty-two twenty-four. Is what he says. All right. 8.31 in the morning. We're winding down live from San Antonio. Chris Plank right around the corner. We'll be back. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. You're home for Sooner fans. You know, I was I was wondering, you know, if... Keep on because the it's got a lot of All right, let's go straight to the phones. The TJ, if you got any texts you want to empty out, uh, let's see what we can cram in this segment. Roger is in Los Angeles. Good morning,
1: Roger. Toby the Great, how are you this morning? Good, Roger. How are you, bud? It's good to be in the Central Times, though, my friend, let me tell you. <laughs> and, not, and not driving. Welcome the to pool. the Central. Welcome to Middle America. All these people down here, these purple-haired people that remind me of being in LA on a Tuesday in Austin, complain about traffic. on to come hit the four. They need to hit the five. Would be at about zero four in the morning, and uh, and then drive it at drive it at at night. Nothing Los
2: Angeles people it. love more than talking about their highways and the traffic. Yeah, out there, or when
1: you guys talk about traffic like on you know on the thirty-five, you know, going into OKC or something. I just. TJ, you should have seen them.
2: the 10 last night. I was on the 10, then I hopped on the 405, <laughs> and it was bumper to bumper. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, uh, hey, you know, I got one thing for you. Like, so you guys are like, you know, what, what would bring us to think this OU team is going to play much better than they have all year? Well, yeah. uh, let me just say this. Coaching, coaching matters, and I think uh-huh. our boy, our pencil-neck friend out there at SC, didn't coach all year, in my opinion. I don't think he put his gut into this football team all year. He was checked out for a good part of the year. Uh, they were—I mean, anybody that's watched this team game in and game out—you're just—it's unbelievable. He was unbelievably unprepared for a lot of the year, at least offensively, in my opinion. I mean, the second half of the Tulane game, the Nebraska game—I just I, I, all year the Texas game in the first half. Uh, so I believe you'll see. I mean, it doesn't mean the talent level is going to be different, but obviously we've lost guys, and so has Oregon. But I expect to see a much better prepared football team. Tonight. I know we've only had like yeah. four practices, but, but I think coaching matters. And I think it, uh, it's a big deal, man. And like, you know what I'm looking forward to Toby that's true is us playing some special teams. I mean, how about this? Mm-hmm. How about returning a kickoff or returning a punt or not getting a fake punt run on you with six and a half minutes going the game up by 14. Great. And you, you, you don't have, you know, a safe punt going on there and you allow the Iowa state punter to run for 62 yards to get them back in the game. I mean, I don't know, man. Attention to detail matters, and I don't think our, our Uncle Goober out there in L.A. had attention to detail this year. I think that he was mentally checked out. So um, I don't know, man. Roger. I, enjoy I but enjoy
2: I, the game, man.
1: All right. All right, guys. See you later. See you guys.
2: I uh, will tell you this. I have heard that uh, kale, is, kale is organized and ready to roll. Like the level of organization and planning that has gone into this game by the offensive coaches and by kale has been very impressive that's what I've been told I haven't talked to kale I haven't seen and I haven't seen the Denny's menu but I've been told by multiple people TJ that he has this is his one and maybe only opportunity to call plays and he has taken it very seriously and he's going to be ready to roll tonight so I'm excited to see him call plays that'll be great all right, you got some text for us?
3: Uh, let's see here on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Maybe, just maybe, this team took on the identity of their head coach this year. Perhaps tonight they will do the same. would be great. I wonder if Toby would drop in at least one Jiminy Christmas in his broadcast. I think this guy, like, mm. uh, yeah, this guy texts
2: this before. Um, I will not. I don't know what the rest of that text is, but uh, I have too much respect for John Brooks to do that. That is his uh, famous line. Now, uh, I won't say it will never happen. Maybe an occasion would happen at some point, but uh, not now. No, that's that belongs to John. This texture says, I would like to predict the score.
3: Oklahoma 100, Oregon 0. Wow. So, yeah. Even bigger than... I'd be a head-turner. ...than, uh, than <laughs> Uncle. <laughs> and uh, last one here, B.A. Boomer. Bob Stoops, with a win tonight, will tie Lincoln Riley with one bowl win as a head coach. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: that's funny. What did he go? One and three? Is that right? Uh, that would have been right, yes. Yeah, what game did we win? I'm just, Let's see. I'm lost out. to
3: Georgia. Lost to um, Alabama. Alabama. Um, we're stupid. Dude. I know. We're I know. So Other people just rattled. Oh, they beat people. Florida last year. They oh, that's Florida yeah, last duh, year. Yeah, oh, I was Very at home.
2: Yeah, that's right. Maybe it's me that's the problem. If we lose tonight, maybe we need to look into Chris Plank calling all bowl games going forward um well it it is highly unpredictable for so many reasons tonight in my opinion as to what's going to happen because of who's not playing because of who's not coaching because of who is coaching uh we've got guys for oregon changing sides of the ball um you know i have not heard of ou having any problems covid wise tj now maybe they've just kept it really good and undercover but i haven't heard of them having any issues or players that are going to miss for that reason tonight so that's good but um well it's fascinating that's for sure and unfortunately we got to wait a whole bunch of hours still until we get to see it play out but we'll be on the air with you at six o'clock tonight for the Network pregame show. Oh, LSU is the other one. Yeah, that's right. TJ. We, you know what? We intentionally Oh, yeah. Blacked I, I blacked that, out that, that one out. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I scrubbed we, that we one. We got the men in black treatment on that one. We, uh... <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, and I, I get to do something here in about two hours that uh, I didn't think I'd ever get to do again, and that's do a pregame interview with Bob Stoops. Yeah. That's going to be pretty neat. This texter would like to neat.
3: know if Bob has called and is getting Ray Boom Boom Mancini to give the pregame speech in the locker room. Is Ray Ray still with us? Did we lose uh, Ray? Uh, no, I couldn't tell you. I'm not sure. I thought John Madden was uh, passed away before yesterday, so what do I know? I hate to do that to someone.
2: <laughs> I, you know what? I think, he's, I think he is. I think he is still with us. I shouldn't have even said that out loud. Um, hey, do you have anything before we get this break and get to plank for the
3: crossover? Anything you have to say today to to particular couple out there?
2: Uh, Boom Boom is still with us. Yeah, he's fine. Um, yeah, thank you, TJ. Uh,
1: Come on, do I have to remind today, you of
2: everything? Jeez, today is uh, Papa T and Nana's wedding anniversary. Happy anniversary. My mom and dad's anniversary is today, and uh, yeah, absolutely. Had it on my calendar, thought I'd remind you. Happy anniversary to my parents today, December the 29th. Way to go, TJ. You got got Papa and Nana's anniversary on your calendar? Who doesn't? I mean, they will be way more impressed by that than me telling them happy anniversary over the (laughs) airwaves, I promise you. That is impressive. Uh, By the way, uh, two quick nuggets that I wrote down yesterday. Do you ever valet? Like as a profession for the tips sometimes? No, no, no. no. Do you use a valet when
3: you park? Come on. You know me. If there's an option uh, to not valet, I am not valeting. I can walk from a parking spot. Thank you. Never. I never valet if if I can avoid it.
2: Okay. Well, then never mind. We'll table this conversation.
3: (laughs) I'm cheap, dude. I am not tipping a guy or paying for valet
2: parking. I valeted yesterday. This has happened, you know, occasionally. I valeted yesterday and then realized I did not have any cash on me. And I looked at the guy and I said, you know what? I'm going to run inside and get some cash and I'll bring it back out to you. And I could see the look in his eyes like he was like, yeah, whatever. You know, and he looked at me. You, he was stupid, like,
3: "Stupid OU gear, you, you jerk!"
2: Right? He was like, "You know how many times a day I hear that, and then nobody ever comes back outside." I could see it in his eyes—the disappointment and the and the irritation. And so I did. I went right inside. I went right to the ATM, and I brought it back out. And I couldn't find him. He was like, "I guess he was parking the car or whatever." And so I took the five dollar bill. To the stand, and I said, Where's the guy that parked my car? He had, like, you know, this color shirt on. He said, Oh, he's, he's in a parking. Uh, I'll take that for him, and I can give this to him. I was like, Now, listen, I want you to make sure that he knows that it was me. Because <laughs> I could see the disappointment. They started laughing. I was like, I could see the disappointment in his eyes when I didn't have cash. Right. And I want to make sure he knows that I came back and brought cash. Don't just say this is from anybody. Describe me to him and make sure he knows. And they were just cracking up. So I thought you'd appreciate that. We'll take a break. Chris Plank joins us next. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. City this morning, Vlogging San Antonio. We're joined now by Chris Plank for the crossover, brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. Plank, my traveling
3: companion yesterday. How about this crossover? What work was done in that five minutes? Unbelievable!
0: (laughs) I was going to say, and an underappreciated handoff too. Maybe. Holy smokes, that was quick! Uh, Yeah, no, we. Hey, I got to tell you something, man. Um, I had a blast. I, I was just—I was going to do my show in studio and uh, just drive down afterwards last night. But I'm really glad that I rode with YouTube. We had—we fixed all the world's problems. We fixed yeah. every broadcasting issue. We had big time debates right. and discussions about maybe going away from headsets on our Diamond Sports broadcast and using a mic and a right. headphone. It was um, some pretty in depth stuff, and we may have found the greatest turnpike in the history of ever. Yeah. I talked about that earlier oh. in the show. One
1: thirty okay. in Texas oh is uh, unbelievable. Yeah,
2: I was un- I was going at uncomfortable hey. speed for me. I can tell you
0: when this when the speed limit sign says eighty five. I mean, you can feel kind of confident hitting triple digits if you want. But Toby was more responsible. I think uh, he's a believer of nine, you're fine; ten, you're mine. Uh, so well done, and I and I will have to say, <laughs> this is. This is a great relief for me, and and TJ, you can appreciate this, Mm -hmm. because last night, uh, the great Jacob Potter, who is uh, the man in charge of Sooner Vision, ran into him because I needed to get a a, a key to, to use their studios this morning, and he's like, oh, here's all your passes, all of them, and so immediately, like, dread. Dread well, that's Chris's my favorite mind. thing: being handed the credentials. He's <laughs> allergic <laughs> to having the credentials.
2: He's like, he's, uh, like he's hot potato. He can't get out of his hands fast. Every,
0: enough. everyone's too, and so it, this is what's funny in our rooms. It, there, there is a I don't know a massive TV in our rooms. It's it's just ridiculous. It's it's bigger than the one I have at home. But TJ, it kind of you know you can move it around a little bit. So I had taken my pass out and I sat it down. And I put down the passes. Well, right when we're getting ready, I hear you guys getting ready to throw to a break. So I'm walking, getting ready to walk out the hall. And I realize, oh, I'm just going to give all these passes to Toby so I don't have them. And I can't find them. And I oh. tore. <laughs> uh, dude, I was, I was in fight or flight. Um, I, I didn't really unpack because, you know, we got here. And then we went and ate at Hospitality. And then I came back and went to bed. So exciting on the road. Um, I tore out my suitcase. I opened drawers. And then I realized that with this TV had been tilted, I had just laid it on the cabinet right behind it, along with my cup of coffee that I couldn't find earlier in the day, too. So (laughs) I went from this room is a disaster. It looks like a rock star stayed in here last night because I literally spent one minute of the greatest fear I've ever had in my life trying to find these passes. And I think Whenever Toby opened his door the first thing I did was I had the passes and I just handed them to him and said, "Here. Here, you take these. No longer my responsibility." I, I so, open
2: the door there's oh. Chris standing there with his arm outstretched.
1: <laughs> "Take these."
3: Uh-oh. I just got a text that you guys may need to be aware Uh-oh. of. Wait Uh-oh. until they get the bill. That Turnpike bypass in Austin <laughs> is about a dollar a mile if that's the one they were on. No,
0: it's No. <laughs> <laughs> The the best maybe, line maybe that that's Toby why nobody used. Nobody else was on it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> there was not a soul on it. There wasn't a soul on it. And and what was funny is is because you pa- it's kind of cool, right? You pass the Road America course where there, uh, where the F one race and where the NASCAR race is in Austin, and I believe we passed the new Tesla. And as yeah. we got off towards San Antonio, Toby goes, "I don't know what it just cost us to drive on that thing, but I sure don't mind it." So we are somewhat aware.
1: Of course, well, we'll Kelly called her the work. bill, whatever it was. It's yeah, awesome. Kelly, he will take care of course.
0: That's awesome.
1: But no, uh, uh, TJ, you hit on by something. The way, are
0: you uh,
2: are you a believer, TJ, in the uh, zipper method in uh, construction? I-
3: I've heard Plank talk about the the zipper method. I'm uh, so I'm for uh, whatever makes me angriest and the most finger gestures I can give <laughs> the people. That's what I'm for in that situation.
0: <laughs> Get Mark. Desher, at OU photo guy going on the zipper method. TJ, no,
3: no, I'm expert. not. I'm not starting that He's conversation.
0: No.
1: <laughs> Love it. Oh boy. All right. Well, uh, we got a game tonight, folks. Uh, Chris Plank will continue our 12-hour pregame show next, along with Josh
2: Helmer. Keep it locked in right here. Thanks to Steely's uncle for joining us. I'll be back with you tonight for the network pregame show at uh, six o'clock. Enjoy
0: the Alamo Bowl, everybody.
2: He's back. Tonight, for a one-night-only encore appearance
1: is back. And what I told the players is they are the program. Players throughout these decades, they are OU football.
2: Tonight, the Hall of Famer who resurrected Oklahoma football will once again lead the Crimson and Cream into battle. One month and one day after Sooner Nation was shaken, tonight, it stands resolute. Tonight, with the master on the sidelines and his protege watching and waiting in the wings. The interlocking goes bowling. Can Stoops troops avenge the injustice of 15 years ago and grab a program healing win at the Alamo? We're about to find out. Snap! Williams runs it himself left side, bounces outside, got the first down and he's free. downfield! intercepted Unbelievable! Oh Zips one out, down to Mims, caught, and he breaks free. 40, down the sidelines, it's a race to the 20, 15, 10, 5! Touchdown! Marvelous! Fakes the pitch, bounces it outside. He's to the 30, he's to the 25, he's to the 20, he's gonna go! Kennedy Brooks, he
1: just won!
2: Kennedy Brooks just won! OU oh, you, Texas! It's time! for the 2021 Valero Alamo Bowl. It's the Oklahoma Sooners and the Oregon Ducks. It's one more ride for Big Game Bob. Here we go. Live from the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas. This is Sooner Football.